Growth Igniters Radio, episode 172, A Leader's Guide to Finding the Positive Side of Turbulence. This episode is brought to you by Business Advancement Incorporated, enabling successful leaders and companies to accelerate to their next level of growth. On the web at businessadvance.com. And now, here's Pam and Scott. Thanks, Chris. I'm Pam Harper, founding partner and CEO of Business Advancement Incorporated. And sitting right across from me, as always, is my business partner and husband, Scott Harper. Hi, Scott. Hi there, Pam. It's terrific to be with you again for another episode of Growth Igniters Radio. And as always, our purpose is to spark new insights, inspiration, and immediately useful ideas for visionary leaders to accelerate themselves and their companies to their next level of game-changing innovation, growth, and success. And you know, Pam, there has never been more of a need for game-changing innovation and success as there is right now during this time of the COVID-19 pandemic and the volatile economy that it's kicked up. Yes. The fact is that we're all impacted differently, but the double hit from these issues is causing a level of disruption that's as severe as the most violent turbulence in the atmosphere. You've got that right. So to get through this crisis, we need a better understanding then of the nature of the turbulence we're all facing and how to better navigate through it. And that's why we're glad to be speaking with our colleague and friend, Amy Lee Sagami, President and Managing Principal of Sagami Studios and Consulting. Amy is a former engineer turned artist and entrepreneur who paints on water, literally, with water as her canvas. With her unique applications of fluid dynamics, she embraces turbulence to create a unique brand of painting on water. You can see samples of Amy's art by going to growthignitersradio.com, episode 172, and scrolling down under resources. Amy's works are in museums, permanent collections, and her process was nominated for the 2020 Thomas Edison Innovation Award. Through the years, Amy has received many honors, awards, and recognitions. This ranges from Crane's Chicago Business 40 Under 40 to a grant from the Chicago Department of Cultural Affairs. Last year, she received one of two inaugural Advancing Consulting Awards from the Society for the Advancement of Consulting. She's also been featured by media, including BBC, NPR, and Crane's, and the TED blog. Amy, welcome to Growth Igniters Radio. Thank you for having me, Pam and Scott. Let's start out by talking about this whole concept of turbulence. What led you to the belief that there could be a positive side of turbulence? Yeah, most people think of turbulence as not that good. That's right. That's the common belief. And I would say that go back to the education and the observation. And for me, I studied fluid mechanics for years and with a lot of research and analysis work in the wind tunnel and water channel. And I have seen what turbulence looks like. And later on, I applied to my artwork and realized that turbulence is part of the natural process, whether it's physical, natural, biological, social, technology. Think about anything that is going through a process and coming up would be new or improved, 
has to go through turbulence. So things have to get shaken up so you can do something new. Is that what you're saying? Yep. So, Amy, what's the biggest insight then that a leader can use to take the idea of turbulence and work with and through very disruptive issues like this COVID-19 pandemic and the economic volatility we're facing? Well, I think it's important to have a positive mindset to embrace the turbulence as part of the natural process and think about all the good things that are coming out from the volatile situation and think about the innovation process, right? As if you're watching the water rushing on the shoreline. Yeah. And the water is crashing onto the sand, onto the stone. And that is polishing the stone. That's how we end up having smooth pebbles. And it's during the turbulent time, the idea will get tossed and turned. And so I would encourage everyone to embrace this rough situation, this turbulent time. It's complex, it's ambiguous. We've never been here before. But if you have a good mindset, be mindful and keep center and focus. You'll be able to see opportunities. You'll be in a better place. Mm-hmm. Well, Amy, the issue for so many of us is that we think of turbulence as bad. Mm-hmm. You know, how did you come to a place where you decided that it was good? It's a very contrarian view. <laughs> Thank you. So I have seen many situations that go through turbulence time and coming out on the other end much, much better. So I have always embraced turbulence. And you could say like life, right? We go through adversity. You go through unexpected situation, whether it's a health challenge, whether it's a career challenge. You know, what didn't break you, make you stronger. Yeah. it. You know, as you're speaking, I'm reminded of the old adage, necessity is the mother of invention. And and in this case, necessity is turbulence. If you're going along nice and smooth, you do things the same old way. But mm. if you're faced with something really different, really disruptive, you got to do something different, right? Right. One of the things you were talking about is moving forward. But for a lot of people that we speak with, they're at various points of acceptance about what is happening. There are some people that we talk with who are in almost complete denial that anything is different right now. And then there are other people who are completely panicked and other people yet who are beginning to look at moving ahead. Do you find some of that as well as you're talking with some of your clients? Yes, that happens across the board as a whole spectrum of reaction. So one of the things that we feel strongly about is the whole piece about acceptance. You know, you have to accept what's happening before you can begin to deal with it. Would you say that that's true when you're dealing with the dynamics of turbulence as well? Yes, Pam, I'm so glad you pointed that out because... There are things that we can control and there are things is beyond our control. So we are facing a situation is beyond our control that it is here. The virus is here. It's affecting a lot of people. But there are things that we can control, such as following the guidelines of social distancing, physical distancing, stay home order, that kind of thing. And I would say, think about something that we are more comfortable with. I think most people have a better acceptance of the weather. 
if it's the raining, if it's a snowstorm, we will get through it. It will be here a certain time for a while, and then the sun will come out. It's true, we don't know how long this is going to last. We've never been here before. But it's the having that acceptance is that, okay, it is here. Now, what can we do about it? It's kind of like uh, years ago, I was uh, hiking in the mountains, and I fell into a river. I was uh, going on along a, a log, and I slipped, and I fell into the river, and it was a swift river. Ooh. And at first, I tried to swim against the current, <laughs> and I, I wasn't doing it. It didn't do me any good at all. It was when I went sideways. I said, okay, I'm going to get swept downstream. I'm going to get swept downstream. I swam sideways, and I finally came to a bank. I was way off the path, but I was alive. So that sounds a little bit like what you're talking about. Yes, and that in a way is sort of counterintuitive, right? You, you want to swim, you want to go to where you want to go, and if you kind of go along with this a little bit, you will be okay. Yeah. So understanding the principles of turbulence in accepting that we're in it, we're really in it, and we're going to mm -hmm. have to look at how we deal with it differently is mm -hmm. going to be how we're going to get through it and move beyond it. And with that, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk more with Amy Sagami, President and Managing Principal of Sagami Studios and Consulting, about how the principles of an ancient art form can help us learn to better navigate turbulence. Stay with us. This is Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper, brought to you by Business Advancement Incorporated. We focus on enabling visionary leaders to ignite, sustain, and boost the momentum it takes to achieve game-changing results, no matter what their circumstances. We're on the web at businessadvance.com. To everyone listening, welcome. We're glad you joined us, whether it's because you're a subscriber or you've just found us wherever you pick up your podcasts. But there is a special reason to visit growthignitersradio.com. This is the only way you can access all of the previous podcast episodes from the past five years. It's also where you can find unique show notes, bios, and resource links specifically related to each of our podcasts. We feature award-winning CEOs, thought leaders, and best-selling authors. And you can explore more by going to growthignitersradio.com today. Welcome back to Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper, that's me, and Scott Harper. Scott and I are talking today with Amy Sagami, President and Managing Principal of Sagami Studios and Consulting, about finding the positive side of turbulence. Amy, how can people find out more about you and your work? Uh, easiest way would be going to paintingonwater.com. And you can also access this episode and find out more about Amy by going to growthignitersradio.com, episode 172. So let's get back to our conversation. Now, Amy, you've developed a variation of an ancient art form called Sumi Nagashi. Can you tell us what it is and how it can help put us in a mindset that can better enable leaders to deal with turbulence? So sumi nagashi came from the Japanese word. Sumi is the black ink that Asian used to do the calligraphy and brush painting. Nagashi means flowing. 
And this is an art form that was practiced by the Shinto priests 2,000 years ago. And the idea is that when the priests would meditate in front of the water, the pond, the river, the ocean, they would empty their thoughts into the water because that's safe and sacred. And they would take a brush, dip into the black ink, and one drop at a time, just as their thoughts go into the water, they would touch the surface of the water. And the ink would ripple out, just like a concentric ring, as if the pebble dropped into the water. Then the priest would take a piece of rice paper, lay on top of this to capture the pattern of the ink. And that's known as suminagashi in English would be flowing ink. And you've adapted that art form. How can it tell us about turbulence? And how can that be used as a metaphor for leaders? So think about the ink drop into the water. And most people think of it, it will be a perfect concentric ring. That's what our eyes sees. However, the ink touched the surface of the water is never, ever perfect circle. No, because it's a complex system. Right. The ink is moving, the water is moving, the earth is turning, you know, the wind is blowing, and there's no perfect circle. Now, how does it translate into the business world and for the leaders is that with all good intention, we will set out strategies, game plan, marketing ideas that we think is perfect, right? Okay, we want to yes. do the best. And the market reacts differently. The society reacts differently. And unexpected COVID-19 happens. So that goes out your business plan. That goes out your marketing plan. And the idea is not to thrive for that perfect circle. In nature, there's no such thing as perfect circle. It's just something of uh, similar to a circle. So if everyone will have that kind of mindset is you do your best and adapt for the rest. So there's no such thing as perfect, never was, never will be. And the turbulence, the nature of the way that the ink drops onto the water can help remind us, keep us in the mindset as we're trying to deal with the issues that we're facing. And be agile, be flexible, be adaptive. So, Amy, can you tell us a story about how you've applied the principles of turbulence and suminagashi in a consulting engagement? Okay. This actually happens several times. It happens in several situations when the organization is looking for leaders and executives that would embrace innovation, that would be open-minded for different ideas. And they would bring me in and have them do the painting on water. And during that process... Typically, people would go, well, it's not doing the way exactly what I plan to, and people react differently. Some would be frustrated, upset, and say, oh, why would I be bothered with something like this? It's trivial. It's like, what's the meaning of it? On the other hand, there would be people got really deep in thought and reflective, and ideas such as, Gosh, I thought I am the leader and I should be like the black ink being bold and strong. I should be able to decide where it's going, what it's going to do. Now I realize in nature, as the water is moving, everything is in motion. I am not in 100% control in such a way that I can dictate what I need it to be. And it's better to have an open mindset to incorporate, to see how the 
direction of the ink is moving and how might I influence that? Mm-hmm. And it seems like if you have no control, but you can't influence, you may be able to touch the situation, the water in, in the painting, or the situation in your leadership, and move things so that they're more interesting, perhaps. Well said, Scott. That's where that ambiguity comes in. Uh-huh. It's as if we don't have any control, and yet we do. Okay, so then in your story, what is it about what you did that permitted the people that you were helping to innovate and move into new thoughts and new actions? Well, I'm trained as an engineer. So most of the time, we go, things are very digital, right or wrong, on or off, zero or one. But in this world, it's not black and white. It's all a lot of shades of gray in there. And to help people to understand that is a process, it's much easier when they're experiencing it than go through PowerPoint or pages and pages of academic paper. And I see this happen again and again is when they actually looking in the tray, and it is something they've never done before, at least up to now. (laughs) And it's new, it's different, it's out of their comfort zone. And it's in this space that they themselves experience the turbulence of where they're at, their competency, their confidence. So when we're out of our comfort zone, there's always something that we can do. It sounds like what you do is helping people to experience that there's always something that you can do when you're in the middle of this turbulence that's going in all kinds of new directions. And it can actually take us to a better place. Yes. And stepping out of comfort zone is really people are experiencing a lot of uh, turbulence in their mind. You know, uh, step out of comfort zone means doing something they have never done before. What is What does it say for their confidence? What does it say about their skill set? Well, we're all going to be learning something new, that's for sure. (laughs) We're going to take another quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk more with Amy Sagami, President and Managing Principal of Sagami Studios and Consulting, about immediately useful ideas for leading your organization to find the positive side of turbulence. Stay with us. You are listening to Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper. We're brought to you by Business Advancement Incorporated, and we're on the web at businessadvance.com. Now, Pam, our conversation today on finding the positive side of turbulence is one of a series of episodes that we are featuring on the emerging leadership issues that are coming out of the COVID-19 pandemic and the economic volatility and even chaos that it's generating. For additional insights on how to help yourself and others cope with the many emotions triggered by major changes, such as large-scale reorganizations, layoffs, pay cuts, and much more, be sure to listen to our conversation with Dr. Leslie Austin on how you can best lead yourself and others through the many feelings and behaviors associated with the uncertainty and loss, while at the same time looking ahead to the future. So go to growthignitersradio.com. Select episode 1782 and scroll down to resources. You can click on the link to our conversation with Leslie Austin. And to find out more about the services that Business Advancement Incorporated offers, go to businessadvance.com.
Welcome back to Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper. Over the last two segments, Scott and I have been talking with Amy Sagami, President and Managing Principal of Sagami Studios and Consulting, about how understanding the principles of turbulence can help us all better understand and successfully navigate the major disruptions that are occurring in life especially in the business environment. Amy, can you remind us how people can find out more about you? They can go to paintingonwater.com and that will lead to my other pages or amysagami.com. And of course, you can access this conversation and resources by visiting growthignitersradio.com, episode 172. Amy, this is the part of our podcast when we discuss practical ways to bring the ideas we've been discussing to life. So let's talk about one idea at a time for finding the positive side of turbulence so that organizations can get to that game-changing innovation and growth. What's the first idea? I have a number of uh, studio strategies. And so I picked this one. It's what I always do when I walk into the studio is to test the water, test the water, Find out where the water is, what's the temperature, what's the viscosity, what's the humidity. In a way, translate into our everyday life and business is to be aware of what is going on right now. So can you help us narrow in on that? How do you do that? <laughs> yes. Well, in this uh, rough time we are going through is to gather the information, get the facts, get the lay of the land. Okay, so it sounds like uh, having conversations with a wide range of people is a good place to start with that. That's always a good place. Yes, um, that having that diverse perspective, which is also one of the strategies uh, later on. But just really get the facts instead of what you think it is uh, or what somebody think it is, is what are the facts. Go to the science, right? Get the factual information. Absolutely a, a very useful idea. What's a second practical idea that people can use to apply the principles of turbulence to making good things happen? Well, in turbulent time, everything is volatile and you have a sense of kind of getting dizzy almost, right? Losing a sense of grip. And my recommendation is to ground yourself. Begin at the beginning. Is to define a ritual. So for me in the studio, before I start a piece, I have a ritual to go through. My trade is this big, and where do I begin? Left side, right side? Just like anything is possible. And I have a ritual that I always put my first drop right in the center and go from there. And how does that relate to everyday life? A lot of people, when they used to go to work, go to the office, they probably hang around by the coffee machine and talk to the colleagues. The other day, I drove around and I saw at the shopping mall, there's a long line of cars waiting for the Starbucks drive through service. And that's their ritual. But what other ritual can you have at this turbulent time for yourself that would have a way of grounding effect? You know, it's interesting you say that because a lot of times at the beginning, we're not even always all there. And so mm -hmm. what you're reminding us is that we have to stay very aware of exactly how we enter into our day. And maybe it's that you're reading certain news sites or you have certain people you always reach out to in a day. As you said, there's coffee or whatever it is, but becoming aware of the rituals 
that help us ease into what we're doing. And to become more present so that we can pay better attention and actually have better influence. Very much so. And having the ritual, as we know, in every religious, in every cultural and office uh, environment, we have certain ritual because that kind of prepare our mindset and center and a signal to ourselves that we are about to begin the next process. Exactly. So let's move on to the third immediately useful idea for finding the positive side of turbulence. I would say perspective matters. Get a sense of perspective. So too often we were busy with our everyday tasks and projects and to-do lists. And this is the moment that we can actually pause and think about our perspective, a different perspective as the role. For example, it's time to think about your role as a parent, as a child, as a neighbor, as a friend, a colleague. And reaching out and deepen those relationships is one of the ways to survive through the turbulent time. So how could we move this into leading our organization? How could we use that to gain additional perspective on dealing with the turbulence in our business? Early on, Scott talked about talking to diverse people from different backgrounds so that we have different perspectives. That's one way. And for work situation, reach out to colleagues, that people you know well, as well as the people you did not know quite well. Here's the opportunity to reach out and connect with them, perhaps nominate them for an award, find out what their challenges are. Maybe you could offer some insight to help out. I'm glad you said that, Amy, because one of the things that we have been doing is reaching out to people that we haven't been in contact with for quite a while. And it's been fascinating to reconnect and see how we've all changed and evolved. And it's opened up some ideas about things that we could do differently that we hadn't thought of before. It is innovation in its own right, isn't it? Yes. It's interesting because some people will look at a situation and see turbulence as, oh my gosh, this is a disaster. Other people can see it as even exciting or as an opportunity to do things in a different way and get a different outcome. So yes, I, I totally agreed. Uh, I used to say, I always am much smarter in somebody else's office. And that's that perspective thing. <laughs> So, Amy, here we are at the end of the episode. Do you have some final thoughts you can leave us with on leading to find the positive side of turbulence? I think final thought is just the beginning, is that turbulence is caused by eddies. And for people who works with water, scuba diving, um, fishing, sailing, you know what eddy looks like. If you don't, here's what you can see an eddy is take a tiny drop of cream, put it into a cup of black coffee, and then you will see that swirl, and that's what eddy is. And in life, we have all kinds of eddies that are like the swirls. Eddies happen when two currents going into opposite direction come together, and they create that swirl. And life is full of eddies, whether it's the weather, whether it's the uh, kid, whether it's the health challenge. There's eddies big and small. We never run out of them. 
But what happened when there are so much eddies all at one time, that's when turbulence happens. Look at our rough time right now that we are going through. It's a lot of eddies. And just know that eventually it would dissipate. It would damper out and we will ride it through. Well, Amy, thank you for sharing your insights with us on Growth Igniters Radio. Thank you for having me, Pam and Scott. You guys are doing such good work. Thank you, Amy. And thanks to you out there for listening to Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper. To check out resources related to today's conversation, see examples of Amy's art, share on social media, and read her bio and the episode transcript, go to growthignitersradio.com, select episode 172. Until next time, this is Pam Harper and Scott Harper wishing you continued success and leaving you with this question to consider. How are we in our company going to model accepting and navigating turbulence we're encountering so that our company can innovate and grow beyond this crisis? Growth Igniters and Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper are registered service marks of Business Advancement Incorporated. All Growth Igniters Radio episodes are copyrighted productions of Business Advancement Incorporated, intended for the private use of our audience. Except as otherwise provided by copyright law, all other uses including copying, editing, redistribution, and publication without prior written consent of Business Advancement Incorporated are prohibited. All rights reserved.